0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to buy Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to Sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And next, we're brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they are offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And also make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord.
1: Hiyo degenerate and welcome to the MMA gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 172. Gonna send this out to all our our friends and degens in the Sports Gambling Podcast Discord. Um, we have lots of fun in there. We get uh, lots of praise for our picks last weekend, which is always nice. But it, it's it's fun in there, whether people love us or hate us. Uh, it's a good group of people. I would want to say guys, but we actually have some women in there now, which is which is good to see. So sportsgamblingpodcastcom slash discord is the place to be no matter what you want to chat about. So I, I've got that. I dedicate the episode and I got one of our promo reads out of the way, just like that. And we're not even admitted in the episode. So that's why they call me senior perfecto, Jeff Fox, one of the hosts of this year podcast. Thanks for coming along for one of our, I want. I was, was calling it special Monday episodes, but no, this is, this is how we roll now. Mondays were for PFL. PFL is on hiatus until their playoffs roll around. In a, I'm not even sure when. A few months, I think. Like, uh, September perhaps. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be busy so with something else at Monday's that time anyway. I think. Oh,
0: that's right. That
1: all right. Like PFL that, might that just have is, to pound.
0: Yeah, PFL might have to pound sand.
1: <laughs> Tell people who you are. Who are you? Oh, Dan? I'm I'm Gumby. <laughs> yeah, he's Gumby. He's he's Gumby guy Daniel Gumby Reilly. There there. He he's been introduced. Yeah, uh, Mondays like I said usually are PFL. Now it's gonna be regional uh or at least this week it's it's not really regional it's other non UFC promotions but yeah I forgot next week is the big money maker is starting the Dana White's Contender Series is starting next week uh the 2022 version somebody as I said in the in the discord someone who's got massive shoes to or not shoes to fill but uh massive um um it, it it's your own shoes so it's not really your shoes you have to fill down but you, you got a lot of pressure on you after your performance last year um for those new to these parts uh Gumby was hitting four out of five picks every week I'm not exaggerating by every week it was every week he would hit four out of five picks right on the contender series people made a buttload of money following his picks. so we expect the same performance this year over the
0: 10 weeks yeah, and including a massive, like, a few massive underdogs. Like, I, I'm pretty sure we got yep. uh, Jel, Jelton Almeida or Jelton Jr. at, like, plus 220 or some crazy number like that. Um, and now he's, like, one of the best yep. heavy, heavyweights slash light heavyweights in the world. <laughs> one
1: of our favorites in the podcast now, too. Uh, imagine how that, how that works. Um Monday, I, I guess we can drop it early Monday. I'm just going to say it's Monday enough lead up time for these people, but um, it, it's, it's probably enough time.
0: Uh, yeah, we, to, do, we can do again, Monday. Monday a.m. We'll probably do the trick.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you can get ready for that next week, people. But this week, um, we're going to recap how Gumby did in the regional picks last week, even though he probably doesn't want me to recap it, but I'm going to. Um, and then we're going to hit you with picks for – Lots of things this week. We got Invicta FC, we got one championship, the largest promotion ever. We got Cage Warriors, we got Bellator, we got a sprinkle of picks from all of those. So, for people who are looking for some non UFC action and on non UFC days, we got you covered for that. Um, but we, we got to, uh, like I said, recap what happened on the weekend. Like I said, Dem may not want us to do that, but we maybe we'll breeze over it quickly after I tell you about when. Our good friends at Win. Make sure to get down on the Win's bet $50 win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out Win Bet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet. MMA, MLB, excuse me, MMA too, but MLB is what we're talking about there. Plus, they have the ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet 500 dollars more on sports or casino before July 31st. So you got two weeks. A little less than two weeks now. Uh, get entered to win the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WynnBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where Play to WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And speaking of baseball, we are running. Home Run Derby contest. SGPN is running a free Home Run Derby contest. It's exclusively on the SGPN app, so if you don't have that yet, make sure you download it. It's, it's lots of fun, even even when we're not giving away stuff, but we normally are giving away giving away things. Uh, so here's what you get this time. If you win the Home Run Derby contest, you get $200 gift certificate to the SGPN store, so you can load up on um, SGPN swag, especially MMA gambling podcast swag. And Dan says uh, pick Pete Alonso. He's going to crush dan's um braves player ronald okuna in the f- uh, first round and rule to the to the another championship
0: yeah sadly probably he'll
1: do that <laughs> sadly pro- probably he will do that so um all right weekend in picks didn't go so hot for you dan did
0: it uh no but you know a couple of things He's uh spin well, I, I mean, like, no, just, like, a couple of things that we talked about, actually, about, like, some of my fears about why it might not work kind of happened. Like, we had um, yeah. Santo Curatolo in the CFFC main event. He was fighting for the flyweight title against Lloyd McKinney. Uh, and we, we talked about Curatolo. I predicted he'd be, like, a negative 325 favorite. I think he was 350. Um, so, like, you know, I was right on in that case. But... Uh, I said, you know, I'm picking him because I think he hits harder and I think he's, you know, a better striker in that way. Um, but ultimately like my big concern was that the, he was giving up so much reach and I was like, ah, you know, I, I I think ultimately the reach won't be that big. The reach was a huge deal. Uh, he just, he couldn't get inside. Yeah. He couldn't get inside and he he ate a couple of shots. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty upsetting. And then I went uh, one wanted two over on uh, LFA 136. Um, took a stab at the dark at Pedro Lopez as an underdog against the oldest bill on Arino, um, who won a unanimous decision 30-24, 30-24, oh no, 30-24. Um, and uh, I mean, no same, way. yeah, yeah, 30-24 is across the board, man. And it was funny because like Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga got worked. Um, But it was funny because I was on Twitter and I saw a couple of people be like, 30-25 is not out of the question in this fight. And I was like, yo, I think it's going to be more than that. And then every judge at 30-24. But, like, again, same thing is with the Curatolo pick. Is like I I pick Lopez. In this case, I knew he was going to be an underdog. And I was like, look, I, I think his wrestling is better than bill Harinos, um and as long as he goes to it early enough uh he should have some moderate success there and possibly steal a couple of rounds and he didn't go to it early enough and all of the things i said about his defensive striking being bad came through and it was worse than expected um so that one happened there a uh, pretty good back and forth fight between davi costa and eduardo henrique not really much to say about that costa Edged out. And same thing with the one I got right in the main event of Wellington Prado, Atala Gomez, you know, close back and forth majority decision. There were a lot of decisions on that LFA card. It was kind of unwatchable. Fun.
1: So Dan went one and three. His picks were unfollowable. One and three, and he lost two hundred and thirteen bucks. So I'm deleting that right now, Dan, off the spreadsheet. I'm just so you know, it's gone. So we can move on to this week. There, it's gone. So it never happened, Dan.
0: Good, good, because we, we got Contender Series coming up next weekend, and we've got a whole ass load of fucking the title we fights do. right here. <laughs> we do. Are
1: you are you feeling pressure about Contender Series after what, uh, what you did last season? And everyone's, everyone's been talking about what you did last season?
0: No, I, I mean a little bit, uh, maybe. But uh, there is, I, I want to say I'm more familiar with the people on this season than I think I've ever been before. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, though, because, like, a lot of times I go in... Last year, I went in blind, and I, like, watched a few other fights, and I was like, oh, how does anybody think this guy's going to win? This time I have, like, you know, like, the, the very first uh, episode has two guys who have already been on Contender Series um, and lost, one by a freak injury and one against a pretty good guy. um, And then we got uh, three or four other guys who I was, like, heavily familiar with going in uh one being ozzy diaz who trains under josh barnett one being javid basharat's uh little brother farid basharat um so like What's there's his like nickname farid basharat so we get the snow leopard and ferocious farid basharat <laughs> that's great <laughs> that is i, I that really is. like that one but we also get the return of uh, the best nickname in all of Contender Series history, Joseph Piper. You remember Joseph Piper? <sighs> no. So I,
1: he I, lost
0: on he lost in Contender Series, oddly enough, to somebody we just talked about on last show, Dustin Stoltzfus. Oh. Um, okay. Who picked him up and slammed him, and he like tried to like brace himself on his arm, and his elbow popped out, um, like Fine. weirdly on the slam. I have
1: a photo of it on your phone, don't you? It was
0: pretty. It was pretty gross. Um. But Joseph Piper's nickname is Body Bags with a Z. Uh, with a Z, that
1: makes it, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Makes it even better. Anything with a Z, obviously. Yeah. All, it, it all, one word,
0: body, all one word body, all one word Bags.
1: <laughs> Z's make it better. Notice I said Z and not Z. We call it Z around these parts down, but I
0: said Z. It, is that is that a oh is, is that a real thing? Can, no, it's a real thing. Call it Zen?
1: Yeah, <laughs> in, in, in British, I think yeah, I think oh, it's just weird. Americans that call it Z. It's like a, a metric and uh, um, whatever you people use type of thing. Oh, weird. It is weird, all right? Hey. Yeah. We say a, a. a, yeah.
0: a that's weird, eh?
1: <laughs> it is very very weird. All right. This isn't a uh grammar uh, podcast. Oh, it could be. That'll be lots of fun. Let's move on <laughs> to the picks this week. Dan Dan promises to knock him out of the park, right? With all these picks?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel pretty yeah. good about a couple of these.
1: Good. You didn't sound like you did, so that's good. You went, yeah. Like I like I surprised you there. <laughs> like you were sleeping. Speaking of sleeping, Sleeper, let's move on to Sleeper, Dan. Sleeper is a fast-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. The SGPN gang use it for theirs. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First thing you sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times over 20 times the money you put in. The reason we're all excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where you can join your buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where you can see and copy your friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Do you have any more baseball All-Star game picks for us, Daniel?
0: So I'll stay away from the All-Star game because by the time you're listening to this on Monday or if you're listening to it on Tuesday, the the All-Star game's probably already happened. Uh, So I'll I'll take the first game. They're back. Um, The uh, Marlins are playing. The Rangers, I'll take Pablo Lopez's over on strikeouts because I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the— Rangers are in like the top third in in strikeouts overall, and Pablo Lopez uh, throws yeah. So let's let's go with Pablo Lopez's over on strikeouts. All
1: right, take that nugget of advice. Go on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com/sgp. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for D details and when you're online doing that make sure you're always using ipvanish did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well give away all your private data to hackers advertisers your isp and other prying eyes that's why i use ipvanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure in the internet ipvanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data this means that your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden. IP makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's just like 89 months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings at ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, lots of fight cards coming up this week. Non-UFC fight cards along with a pretty banging UFC fight card. But we're going to – this podcast is all about non-UFC fight cards we're going to tell you first about the all-female all-women's fight card in our fight promotion invicta fc invicta fc 48 tenant versus ruben is coming up on wednesday so we're spreading out the uh, degenerate action this week for you which i'm sure will be appreciated um especially with all the the gens in the discord they always are looking for fun things to bet on so we we got you some some fights here on invicta uh wednesday this wednesday the 20th 9 p.m eastern is the start time it's on Axis TV. Um, Invicta FC It's going down in Denver, Colorado. Six fights. We're going to break down the main event, which is for the Invicta FC Bantamweight Championship. Tanisha Tennant, the current champ, versus Olga Rubin. All right. We'll tell you about Rubin first. Big Bad is her nickname. She's 7-2 and two with two knockouts. She's been knocked out herself twice. This is her Invicta debut. She won her last fight. She went 4-2 and two in, in Bellator before this fight up at featherweight. She's two inches taller than Tenet. Tenet's nickname is Triple Threat. She's four and one with one knockout, never been finished in a fight. She's one-no in Evicta. That was a title fight which she won. So she will be defending her title here. She was only one in the contender series. She got three inches of reach on Ruben. Uh no lines for any of these fight cards
0: that they have been post- posted yet, right? Uh no, none of these fight cards have been posted. So I have uh yeah. projected okay. projected lines gonna, written down as well. and it's
1: very good at projecting them. Go ahead. Project so, and tell us who's going to win.
0: So for this one, I had it written down. I, I think Tanisha Tennant is probably going to be right around negative 200, maybe negative 225. Um, and I'm going to take her in this fight too, uh, partially because. So one of the things you'll find about Tennant is that she is, she's very long uh, despite being uh, only five foot seven. She's got a six foot reach uh, when you, you add it all up. So, I mean, she's like quite long with her arms and she fights really long with her legs too. Uh great body kicks, good push kicks. She'll throw like a side kick or an oblique kick in there once in a while too. Um, you know, the, some of the problem I have with her is like a large scale prospect for the future and why she lost on contender series is that like sometimes she's like just like a little, little bit overly patient and doesn't have like a ton of power. Like the kicks to the body have a lot of power, but like her hands don't seem to be like ready to knock people out or anything like that. Um, and with Ruben, like, I, I think she's, she's slower. And uh, I actually watched a fight with her, um, when she was fighting Julia Budd back in Bellator where like Julia Budd's kicks just gave her like a bunch of fits, uh, and a bunch of trouble. So like, I I can't imagine her having a good time with Tanisha Tennant's kicks if she had a trouble with Julia Budds. Who, like, I, I think Julia Budds better than Tanisha Tennant, but it's like the the difference in the kicks there is the big piece. So I just think tennant has got all the skills there. So at like negative two hundred, probably still worth a play or like throwing in a parlay or something like that.
1: Throw it in a parlay. All right. So that's the one we're going to give you a full breakdown on. Any other fights on here that you like or lines that you think maybe uh, maybe nice when they when they drop?
0: Um, the, one of the ones I was really excited about, uh, and, and actually both of them got canceled. Kyra Botara, uh, who's kind of fun. She was supposed to fight Mallory Martin and then supposed to fight Valeska yeah. Machado. Um, ultimately both of those fights got canceled. Um, you might remember Valesca Machado, uh, under her other name, Tina Black. Um, so like, <laughs> yes, you, I do. Yeah, you, you remember Tina Black? Yeah, yeah. So like.
1: The anyway, Ka- series.
0: Yeah, Kyra Batara was supposed to fight Mallory Martin or Tina Black and didn't get either of those. So that's kind yeah. of a bummer. I am really excited about Isis Verbeek, uh, who's this like really fun uh, Dutch prospect. But she is fighting a really hard um, striker in uh, b- boxer, uh, Melissa Parker, who actually was supposed to be on this season of The Ultimate Fighter. Um, like yeah. when they first announced the rosters, Melissa Parker was listed. And now she uh, obviously isn't on the show. Um, but she is like a really good boxer as well, so that should be like a very fun striking match. I lean Melissa Parker in that one. I betcha she's going to come into you as like uh, I want to say a, a decent underdog, like plus one thirty, plus one forty. So if that's if I'm right about that, I'd jump all over uh, Melissa Parker at that number.
1: Uh, don't want to keep drilling it in everyone's heads, but get in the Discord and, and when the lines do drop, we will tell you what to do, right?
0: Yeah, that's 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 part mm-hmm. of what I do. <laughs>
1: All right, that is what he—that's what makes him the Gumby God. All right, let's move on to One Championship, the biggest
0: um,
1: sporting uh, organization in the world, not just uh, MMA. So, One Championship, 159, De Ritter versus Big Dash. Uh, Friday, it's going down, but 6 a.m. Eastern on Friday, so it's—it's uh, it's like a Thursday night slash Friday morning type of type of thing for you, to gens out there. It is on YouTube in the states. Uh, one Championship. Singapore is where it's happening. Singapore indoor, indoor Stadium, which is pretty much their home arena. We got seven fights, MMA, MMA, MMA fights, blah, easy for me to say, two kickboxing fights, a grappling fight, two and two Muay Thai fights. So they got a little bit of everything for everyone. So we're going to tell you about, um, it's got two title fights on the cover. Uh We're just going to tell you about the main event, which is for the,
0: well, one, the, 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 other, championship the other, the other, the other title fight is kickboxing. Hmm. So kickboxing. It, yeah, it's kickboxing. So, yes, I'm I'm not just skipping it just because it's a women's fight. I'm skipping it because it's kickboxing. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's he's not sexist. He's he's uh, against female kickboxers
0: though. I, I'm a, I am against kickboxing. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't hate it. It's just not it's just yeah. not for me as a jujitsu guy.
1: He's a he's a grappling nerd. So um, all right, main event is like I said for the one light heavyweight championship. So this is basically the greatest 205 pounders in the world, perhaps of of all time. Renier de Rider versus Vitaly at Big Dash are fighting for the belts. Let's tell you about the challenger Big Dash. I have it written out as Big Dish, which is something totally different. But anyway, he's 12, <laughs> 12 and 2, 4 knockouts, 6 submissions. He's been knocked out once. He's 5-2 in one. He's won three straight fights, two of them via submission. He used to be the 1FC 185, 185-pound 185 champion before all of this. Now he's making a uh, play for the 205-pound belt. He no longer is the champion. Um, that's why I said former. All right. The man he is fighting already is a double champion. Derridaer, the Dutch Knight, is 15-0 with three knockouts, 10 submissions, 6-0 in one. He won his last fight via submission. He's had one successful title defense at 205. He also is the one heavyweight champion at this point. He also used to fight down at middleweight. He was a regional champ. He's six years younger than Big Dash, four inches taller than him. And that's all I can tell you. Dan will tell you the rest.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Renee Derieder here. I, I also think he's probably gonna be close to to negative 300. Let's say negative 275. Um, so another big favorite here. But like, one of the things you should know about Derieder is like he is a really incredible grappler. Um, and very hard to get down. Uh, the, the thing I like best about him is that like, if he chooses to stand and trade with you, he, he can, and he's really good at range. Uh, but most likely he's just going to try to out grapple, uh, big dish here. Uh, in the thing about big Dash is, is that he, he likes to grapple too a little bit, but he had like a little bit of trouble with, uh, on and La, La, La and um, who is the double champ before uh Renee to took both of his belts. He had a little bit of trouble trying to take him down, and like Reeder just ran through him like water. So MMA math doesn't really work that way. But like in the same token, like Dorita's grappling and the the way he puts things together is just really good. So I, I think he's just going to dominate on top. Um, and, and it should be a fairly large line. If for any reason it's not, uh, definitely keep an eye on Dorita here.
1: All right. So what you predicted was gonna be around minus three hundred. You said?
0: Yeah, I, I said negative two seventy five probably.
1: Okay. Well, what what's the range you would bet it in?
0: I mean, if it gets down to negative 200, I, I think is worth a play at like 200, 230. I mean, like, he's, to be honest, he's worth a play at negative 275. But like, yeah. if you're one of those people who like prefers not to bet like massive favorites like that, like, you know, down, if, if he gets down near 200, 220, like, yeah, definitely. And for any reason he's in the 100s, I, I mean, I'd pound that line.
1: Pound that line. Uh, anything else of, of note uh, for this 1FC event, Dan? no it's, one championship it's, i mean it's,
0: it generally looks pretty bad
1: <laughs> anderson silva's on it i see though anderson yeah, silva's on so it
0: three and two light heavyweight <laughs> anderson silva yeah,
1: yeah, heavyweight there, there's a lot of anderson silva's yep yeah. not that guy that we're thinking of all right so that is one championship uh dan's more you're more excited about cage warriors correct
0: i am indeed yes
1: yes all right cage warriors has an event going down as well as i maybe hinted at uh, before it is a friday one too but it's going to be a uh, 1 p.m eastern so you can basically have have mma degenerate action pretty much all day friday so cage war is 141 driscoll versus hardwick friday coming up the 22nd 1 p.m eastern is the start time is on ufc fight pass uh going down from the o2 arena in london which is where the ufc is going to be happening too uh 15 mma bouts including two title fights which we're going to break it down for you First one I'm breaking out is for the Cage Warriors Flyweight Championship. Sam Creasy versus Dylan Hazen. Hazen? Hazen. Which one is it? It's Hazen. Hazen it is. All right. We'll tell you about Hazen, the challenger. 8-0 with four knockouts. 3-0 on Cage Warriors. He won his last fight via TKO. He was a regional champ. Used to fight up at lightweight. This one's at flyweight. Six years younger than Creasy. An inch of height on him. Uh, Creasy, Urai is his nickname. Do you have any idea what that? what's going on there? U-R-A-I?
0: I do not know what that All right, is. Well,
1: we'll just leave it i looked it up and it's it's a dirty word one one of the, it's a dirty acronym for, for i don't think that's what his nickname is though but anyway <laughs> google it if, if you dare people uh he's 15 and four five knockouts six submissions he's been knocked out three times he's 10 and four in cage warriors four and one over his last five including um being tko'd his last time in the cage used to be the champion he's trying to get the belt back here used to fight also fight up at bantamweight um and that's all i got for you go ahead
0: yeah, so Creasy, uh kind of a fun prospect here. I think a lot of people had him pegged as going to be a UFC fighter. Um, he's very fun to watch strike. He's light on his feet. Uh, he's got almost like a karate, I want to say like a karate tie hybrid style um, as far as the striking goes. But very upright uh, is one of my biggest concerns for him. And the reason it's such a big concern is that Hazen is a really, really strong chain wrestler um and that comes from being a two-time Italian champion in uh both Greco-Roman and free style wrestling. Um and since he's come to the UFC, my goodness. He he just like absolutely goes for those takedowns no matter what. Um he, so his MMA level grappling is very high. Like it, some people it doesn't turn over, for him it does. Um like I I am I've got him circled is like this dude should be in the UFC uh the next time the UFC goes to Europe. Um, cause he's an Italian guy. So I won't just say the next time the UFC goes to London, but next yeah. time the UFC goes to, to Europe, like, I mean, like all of his wins are just like ground and pound wins, people just giving up because he's just like suffocating, um, you know, d- decision wins from riding somebody out and with like Creasy, like Creasy could outstrike him on the feet, but I just worry that his like stance is so high that he's just going to like, his legs are going to be there. And with the way that Hazen, like, even when he doesn't get his first takedown, there's like two or three attempts right behind it. I I think ultimately it's just going to be too much for Creasy. And I'll say this, too. Originally, I thought Creasy was probably going to be a favorite, but I'm hearing really big things about Hazen right now. Creasy's definitely got the name value behind him. And being a a British guy, I assume that that's going to sway the line a little bit. Um, I'll say Hazen will come in at negative 135 or 145 here. Um, he, he should be a much bigger favorite than that. Um, you know, like the, the way people are talking about it now, I almost like, I, I almost listed him as an underdog to start, but the way I'm hearing people talk about, it seems like everybody has kind of come around to the idea that he is actually the more talented guy, no matter where the previous hype was, or the fact that people like, you know, British fighters in, in British events.
1: Oh, okay. We shall see when the lines do come out. What when, when do you expect lines to be up for this? When Cage Warriors usually um, drops?
0: So, so Cage Warriors usually drops about two days prior. So if this fight card is on Friday, probably Wednesday you might see it. They're usually available for when we do our Wednesday shows, and I can tell you how right I was about them.
1: <laughs> yep. And get in the Discord also, and Dan will will tell you uh, as uh, as we get closer to the fight. All right. So that is the one... Title fight, uh, main event is for the Cage Warriors vacant lightweight championship. Kyle Driscoll versus George Hardwick. Um, let's tell you about Hardwick. He's nine and one, two knockouts, three submissions. Never been finished in a fight. Three and one in Cage Warriors. All of his wins have come via finish. He's won five straight fights. He went two and zero in Bellator. He used to fight at welterweight. He's three years younger than Driscoll. Two inches of height on him. Driscoll is thirteen and three, five knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. One in Cage Warriors. Won all the Contender Series, he's won eight straight fights. Used to fight at featherweight. He is a regional champ, or was a regional champ as well.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. First of all, I I think this fight will probably come in right around a pick 'em. Um, this is a very close fight. Um, Driscoll Driscoll for me has some decent takedowns. Um, you know it's it's hard to follow up talking about Hazen. Uh, when you you talk about driscoll right after it because it's not that he doesn't have good takedowns or, or decent chain wrestling but it's just like a different ball game it's not even close um so he's got some decent takedowns but he ultimately seems kind of limited on the feet um it, it looks like he maybe is not necessarily as sharp as he needs to or as aggressive as he needs to leading into those takedowns hardwick on the other hand uh rips to the body really well like hooks to the body um You know, like if he backs somebody up against the cage, he just kind of like lets go with like two to the body, one to the head kind of guy. And also, I will say this, while he doesn't wrestle a terrible lot, he's got great submissions. Uh, Hardwick knows how to like grab somebody's neck and put him away. So um, I think this is going to come out around a pick him and I'm going to take Hardwick here because I think. Either Driscoll is going to get stunned on the feet or get worked on the feet, or he's going to start shooting his takedowns a little bit too desperately against a guy who's got good submissions.
1: Very good. So he's getting me some pick of money, hopefully, or maybe even underdog. Who knows? All right. Um, anything else of note on this card? Anything heading-wise yeah, or just for
0: this uh, this card's so fun. Uh yep. Darren Stewart's fighting on this card, yep. um, which is fun. Um, I, I don't know how much you guys are into like the early origins of Bellator. Uh, but judo jim wallhead is on this card is oh it, really yes, yeah that's true, right yeah yeah true, right. True, do you remember judo jim wallhead of Wait, course was, he, yeah he, he was in the ufc for a bit was he in the ufc for a bit i thought he was maybe I not think, no i think he oh man he was dude he went 0-2 no yes, shit i'm right yeah yes. justin justin ARE <laughs> beat him in luan changas uh, of course Luann Changis beat him. How, how silly of me. Uh yeah, so Judom J- Jim Wallhead's on the card, um, which is kind of fun. Um there, there's this guy, his name's Mike Figlack. Uh him and his brother are both like really good Polish fighters. Um he'll be fighting on that card. Like his number will be astronomical, so you ain't gonna want to bet him. And I, I think probably the same thing about Darren Stewart. I don't know how to cap a, a Jim Wallhead fight in in, in the year uh twenty twenty two. Yeah, I do know he's fighting. Uh, I don't know if you remember when we broke down um, the KS Warrior or Cage Warriors uh, fight card with Justin Berwinson fighting Daniel Skibisky. But I had Skibisky. I thought he was going to win. And he's who's fighting Jim Wallhead. So uh, I, I think he'll probably win here, too. But, like, yeah, it, okay. it's like yeah. just like a generically yeah. a fun card to watch.
1: There you go. Um, So that. Is Cage Warriors on Friday? Now we move on to oh, well, this is Friday as well. A little bit later though, so you guys can stagger all this out. Bellator 283, Dan's favorite promotion. He's going to make a pick for Bellator 283. Lima versus Jackson Friday at 7 Eastern on prelims on YouTube, or if you're in Canada, the whole thing's on YouTube. Haha. Uh, and then showtime for the main card in the U.S. It's going down from the, the Emerald Queen Casino and Hotel. Ever been there, Dan?
0: I have not. Nope.
1: In Tacoma, <laughs> Washington, no. Oh,
0: okay. I have never been to Tacoma, Tacoma
1: Washington. Uh, neither have I. Um, well, we got another Nurmagomedov on this fight card. Imagine that. Um, but no, that's not what we're going to talk about. The main event, uh, welterweight fight, Douglas Lima versus Jason Jackson. Um us tell you about Jason Jackson first. He's the ass-kicking machine. Did you know that, Dan? I did not know that. It's a pretty funny one. (laughs) Ass-kicking machine. Yes, that is a good one. He's 15-4 and with four knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice. He's 6-1 and in Bellator. He's won five straight fights. He went 0-1 in the Contender Series. He was the LFA champ. He was the Titan FC champ. Where, to get that belt, he beat. Do you know who he beat?
0: To win the Titan FC title? I don't know the answer to that.
1: Diego Lima, Douglas Lima. Oh, uh, nice. interesting. Eh? So he's yeah, looking to up. beat up the whole family here. Um, he's already taken out Diego, and now he's going to try to take out Douglas. Uh, he was one to one in the Ultimate Fighter, was a regional champ as well, so he's held belts pretty much everywhere on the regional scene. 2012, he's been fighting Pro MMA since. He's two years younger than Lima, four inches of reach on him. Douglas Lima is the phenom. Now we've, we've talked about nicknames that are tied to age. He's 34. And he's lost 10 times. Is he really a phenom at this point? Nah,
0: nah, I think we're past that.
1: Yeah, we're well past that. Um, He's 32 and 10. 16 knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. So he's very durable. We'll give him that. His name should be The Durable. Uh, He's 14 and 6 in Bellator. He's held the championship three times. He's lost three straight fights. His last win came in October of 2019 used to fight at middleweight or he fought at middleweight against Gegard Musasi for the belt was a regional champ as well. 2006 was his pro MMA debut and Dan will break her down.
0: So I think Jackson's going to come in here as the favorite. Uh, Probably right around negative one. Because he's an ass
1: kicking machine. That's why.
0: Yeah, probably probably right around negative 160, 165. Um, You know, he's he's coming off that really long winning streak. And and against all guys you've heard of, Kunichi Kunamoto, who was in the UFC, Jordan Mean, who was in the UFC, Benton Henderson, who was in the UFC, and then Neiman Gracie, who's, you know, a Gracie, and Paul Daly, who is in the UFC. So, you know, a, a big run of of nice wins for Jason Jackson. And then Lima, of course, is coming off of three straight losses. Uh, he lost to Masasi to try to be a double champ. He lost to Yaroslav Amasov um, to, to defend his belt, and Amasov's the champ now. Um, and then he lost, uh, was it an interim title fight? No, nah, he, he lost that weird split decision to Michael Page, and it, you can say whatever you want about that. Um, but with all that being said, I, I'm going to take a stab here at Lima uh, when I think it's going to be plus money. I get that like Jackson has got like pretty good wrestling, but I think he's just like so, so much slower and so much less powerful on the feet than Diego Lima. Like I, I'm still remember the Diego Lima who like, you know, kicked out uh, MVP's foot and then hit him with an uppercut and sent him to the shadow realm. Like I, I think... I think that Lima is still in there and he's like run into kind of like a tough couple of fights, but I, I, I like him here against Jackson. I, I actually think Lima, especially if you're going to get dog money on him, is a smart play. All right. So
1: what do you think you're going to get on him again?
0: I think he'll probably be right around. So if, if Jackson's going to be negative one sixty, negative one sixty five, maybe neg- plus one forty 140, plus one forty five. All right. That
1: would be nice. Wouldn't that? All right. And that is on the phenom. He's going to be a phenom again, Dan. Sure. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, avenge is a brother. I'm trying to say his little brother, but uh, I think Diego's older. Or do you know off the top of your head or not?
0: I have no clue. They look quite that. a bit alike, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: this isn't a Lima Brothers podcast, so um, we don't know for sure. So there you go. He got you some. Hopefully, he got you some dogmine. Anything else you want to talk about in Bellator? I know it is your favorite promotion, so
0: feel there free. There are actually two really good heavyweight fights uh, on this card yeah. uh, that, that I'm kind of excited about. Um, one of them is uh, Davey and Franklin. Uh, who I want to say he's five and zero oh, or six and zero. Oh. He's going to be fighting Dalton Rosta. Uh, He's five and zero, oh, and he's oh no, he's he's the one who's going to be fighting he's Marcelo. Fine. He's fighting Marcelo Gome, right? Yeah. And that Ro- it is it's Romero Cotton who's fighting Dalton Rosta. Who's they're they're yeah, they're middleweights. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had those mixed yeah. up because um, a couple of guys who do really good wrestling in Devoin Franklin and in Romero cotton. And actually Ross is kind of a fun wrestler too. Uh, Marcelo Gome, when he came to the UFC, I had him pegged as like a top 10 heavyweight and that was a giant colossal bust. Um, but I liked Franklin a lot in that fight. Uh, I, I assume he'll be a massive favorite over Gome. Um, Gome went Owen three in the, or one three in the UFC losses to Tim Johnson, Arjun Buller and Sergey Pavlovich. Um, Not not the worst losses. Um, But, yeah, I'll take mm-hmm. Franklin and, and probably Rosta over Cotton. But the, regardless of how those uh, fights go, they should be really fun ones. Kai Kamaka will be fighting on the cards. So, you know, he always brings a kind of a fun fight. Um, As does Jalen Bates. Jalen Bates has kind of always been fun to watch, as, as is Lorenz Larkin. Yeah, like there, there's a bunch of guys on Bellator 283. That's kind of fun. Almost tempts me to want to watch it.
1: <laughs> really? So there you go. He got his dig in, his Belltra dig in, despite telling you it's a good card. So um so that like I said, that will go down Friday at 7 p.m. So there you go. We got you picks for what four different promotions, five fights, stretch over four different promotions. Um, just like that. That's what we do. Um, and then we will be back with the main events uh of the weekend is the UFC fight card going down from London, uh Blades versus Aspinall. So Wednesday evening we will drop our prelim picks and then thursday whenever i, I post it i don't want to give you a time but thursday when i post it you'll get the main card you get the props you get the parlays so you get the superfan jong uh i always mess it up hungry man jong superfan parlay hopefully we will hit a big one this week you get all that fun stuff um in the meantime sgpn mma is our twitter handle jeff fox writer is mine gumby vreeland is his sportsgamingpodcast.com slash discord to get into our discord sportsgamingpodcast.com to read all our stuff on every sport underneath the sun uh mma writing for me is money dan's other mma podcasts which we'll talk about more on the next episode where he interviews people he gives out fight PXE. he um he has another host that mispronounces uh fighters names like i do um that that drops is called the top turtle mma podcast Um so you can catch more of the Gumby there. Um I think that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. All right, I'm gonna let you take us home this time
0: and see what you say. All right, I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland, he's the ass-kicking machine, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.